What is up and welcome in to the Z Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by my outstanding co-host. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swack, and he's now the head coach for the Simeon Wolverines. He is Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. We've got our NFL draft analyst. You can see all his work at NBC Sports Chicago. I saw you on uh, on uh, Football Night in Chicago on Friday. Yeah, there's rumors. Hey, some of the stuff we talked about, <laughs> yeah. it actually happened. <laughs> Unfortunately, but it actually happened. That is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Gentlemen, who Sunday, 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 Sunday. I uh I can't say that it was it was uh it wasn't expected. Oh. I mean, you know, but wasn't when you're, expected. When but, when you're uh, wait, 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 when you're when you're up 28-7, you know. Yeah, that wasn't I, expected. I, that that I, shouldn't I, happen. I blame I blame myself. You should. Uh we were in so? we were in a tournament this weekend and Sunday was bracket play. We had earned the number one seed semifinal game. We had a bye to the semifinal. We get to the semifinal. Well, play the semifinal. We win. Championship game starts maybe about 30 minutes. Well, actually, about almost an hour into the Bears game. So I'm able to watch the bulk of the Bears game before we started. And Bears rolling. So were we. No, so were we. We were rolling. And we ended the game in three innings, 15-0. And everything's going great. And it's like since we – our reign was over, it was like the Bears was over. Everything started going downhill. It was like, oh, shit. I blame us. I blame us. But no, man, it was highs, a, a lot of highs, and then a very quick low. It was like it just all came crashing down very fast. Quickly. Um, quickly. quickly. Uh, so you're saying they went from sugar to shit real quick? Yeah. 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 Definitely did. Um, of course, it was good to see Justin play the way he played. You know, for the majority of the game, um, I think second half we got very conservative. You know, and and kind of rightfully so. You know, you, you kind of at this point, Eberflus, your defense should should be able to hold things down. Um, but they couldn't. Man, I just I I knew it was coming. I just I just knew it was coming. A mistake was brewing. I just knew it. And boom, the scoop and score happens. But then you, you then Justin, you know, he, he bounced back, recovers, and he drives us back down the field. Then boom, the coaches make a dumbass decision. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like it, it 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 felt like we was getting pumped. Like, like this is hey. We showed y'all the offense could look great, kind of like last year when we started rolling offensively. Something would always happen. You know, it, it, was remi- like- it reminded me of the Lions game from last year, the Lions game at, <laughs> in Chicago. That's Absolutely. what it reminded me of. Like- you know, Justin's having a good game. It looks like the Bears are in control. And then, you know. What can go wrong. One thing go- goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. 
look at this the stat line. Justin Fields, 28 of 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns. He had the one pick, obviously, at the end. A QB rating of 132.7. Not a bad day. Outside of the the uh the fumble, the sack fumble recovered for a touchdown, and obviously the game, uh the game ending interception. Uh Bears offense was moving. Khalil Herbert had over 100 yards rushing. DJ Moore, eight catches, 131 yards. So, I mean, man, a good day overall for the offense until that fourth quarter. And I, mm-hmm. I think they 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 came off the throttle a little bit. And, uh, yeah, Eberflus. Eberflus. That's, that's a fireable offense, by the way. It should be. Yeah, it should be. Fireable offense. I don't think they really came off the gas pedal. Like, you gave Justin's overall stats. Really good day. Unfortunately, he can't even feel good about it because of how everything ended. And it didn't just end in a loss. It ended with three things that could be attributed to him Mm -hmm. uh, being part of the reason why the loss happens. And as a competitor, you're going to always feel like this on me. You know, even when it's just one thing. You're talking about three significant things that happened. But at halftime, you're talking about he was 16 of 17. The only incomplete pass was the Hail Mary. The Hail Mary the pass, right? Yeah. 16 of 17 at half with 231 yards and three touchdown passes. Now, you had the Broncos get the ball at the half, come out, and the Bears' defense did enough to stymie them to some degree. Okay, I think they ended up scoring at some point. But the Bears, when they got the ball, they went on a fifth. Team play actually no they, they it was still 20 it was still 21 7 they went on a 15 play drive what have we seen them go on a 15 play drive mm. and this play and in that in that drive were mixed in with some false starts and you know some loss of yards mm-hmm. and they overcame those things so they were and they did that consistently through the first three quarters there were times they'd lose a couple of yards you know, either Justin gets caught a little bit behind or the running back gets the, you know, they, they, they knife through or, you know, false start or pushing the back, something like that. And the Bears were able to overcome those things throughout the course of the first three quarters and still mount a 21 or nothing, or I'm sorry, 21 to seven lead at halftime. And then when they get that ball in the third quarter, they, they chewed up about nine and a half minutes on that 15 play drive. It was 28 to 7 with a total of like just about four minutes or so left in the third quarter. Of course, the 15 minutes left uh, in the fourth quarter to come up. So you talk about 19 minutes left in the game, game time, about 19 minutes, and you win it 28 to 7, and you lose a regulation at home. What went wrong? And if you're watching it, you can't help but come away and say this coaching staff failed. You, you, I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, uh, the Green Arrow on the CW. It's like the first two seasons, the Green Arrow is going around like a vigilante, like shooting people with arrows, like pointy arrows, not even trick arrows, pointy arrows, and telling these mobsters, you have failed this city. You have failed this city. Well, someone needs to shoot an arrow at these dudes. Or something, and tell that that coaching staff, you have failed this organization. You have failed these players. That was an atrocity. That was that was sabotage. That was self sabotage. It, it as you mentioned, being on football night in Chicago Friday, right? We played a game of what if. 
and it, and it was like, what if the Bears win? You know, this happens. What does that mean to Eberflus? I'm like, that means more time. Okay, what if the Bears lose? Well, you can't just lose if you're Eberflus because it's going to be 14 straight. Not only can you not just lose to 14 straight, if you lose for whatever reason, you better not, you better not give up 25 points. Mm. And I know one of the touchdowns was a return from a fumble. But you subtract seven from 31, that's 24. That's damn near yep. 25 points again. You've given up 25 points plus and 14 straight losses. You ain't won since last October. Dude, that, that ain't all the players. That's coaching because you haven't figured it out. You can't uncoach what you've been putting in there. You Come on, man. And it's the worst the worst defense. You're not going to play a worse defense than the one you play unless you're practicing it against it every week. You're just not. You're just not. Fourth and one. And, and Eberflus comes in and the press conference says it was half a yard. So, you know, let's not. just. And it was, it was definitely hey, not half a yard. It was, it was about if, a yard and a half. Even if it's a half, even if it's a yard, or if you think it's a half a yard, does he? The fact that you thought it was a half a yard is even more of a travesty. How are you gonna go in a shotgun? Hold on, okay. Let me let me try and understand this. Help me out here. You're Eberflus. You the game is tied up. You're in a situation where you're 35 yards away for a field goal. First drive of the game, you decide to not go for it on fourth and two. With an 0 3 record, nothing to lose. You decide to not go for it. It kind of works out. You know, you guys, you know, you end up, you have a 21 7. So you didn't go for it when you felt you had nothing, when there was nothing for you to lose, you didn't go for it. So now that you have something to lose, you decide to go for it. And then when you decide to go for it, part of your reasoning is, well, our defense has had a hard time stopping their offense. Your defense, by the way, is having a hard time stopping their offense. Okay, so if they're having a hard time stopping them, did you think for one instant that if you didn't make the first down, you're putting even more pressure on your defense to stop them with less yards because they don't have to score a touchdown in that instance. They just need to kick a field goal to beat you. So if you kick the field goal, you force them to have to score a touchdown to beat you. If you kick it into the end zone off the kickoff from your field goal, that's 75 yards they have to traverse in order to beat you. Less to tie you. But if they don't have to tie you because it's still tied, they only have to go about 45 yards to kick a field goal. So you put more pressure on your defense that you didn't have faith in. Help it make sense to me. Doesn't make any and sense. Then, and then, on top of all that, you, you went for fourth down earlier in the game, midway through, with that bullshit-ass tight end sneak that almost appeared to never win. They barely got it then. You come with a worse first fourth down play. They're your 6'3", 230-plus pound quarterback who handles the ball all the time has to hand the ball off to a guy that's a yard and a half behind him. They run six and a half to seven yards forward. And then you put pressure on your rookie right tackle to make blocks. In a quarter of this play to work, and it gets blown up pretty much as a running back is getting the ball as opposed to if you, and then you lie to us or you lie to yourself and say, we knew we were going for it. If you knew you were going for it, when you had Justin at the line of scrimmage underneath center, 
with the with the with the uh the clock ticking down from six seconds to one, and you're trying to force, I don't know, an offsides or whatever. Why not hike the ball with three seconds left? The defense at that point doesn't know if you're going to try and, and, and go for it or if you try to draw them off. You have a bit of an advantage and it's just a yard. But no, you call a timeout and you waste a timeout to come up with that bullshit-ass play. I didn't have an issue with that. Issue with what? I didn't have an issue with the uh, trying to draw them off and taking a timeout. I didn't have an issue. If you're going to kick the field goal. Right. But you're supposed to kick the field goal. Right. But you don't. You come back at the side. You you took the time to look at that play because you see Ibrahim standing next to the offensive coordinator. Yeah, this is the play you want to. Okay, all right. You you sure it's going to work? Okay, let's go for it. You barely made it with the tight end behind center. You you think you're going to have your running back stand seven yards and then run into him when they. Here's the thing, dude. If you're going to go shotgun like that, you might as well have four wide receivers and spread them out. Mm-hmm. But no, you don't do that. They're bunched in. They're pitching in. They're, they're, they're outside linebackers are pitching in. Like nobody's – they're one-on-one with receivers on the outside. They're not even thinking you're going you, you're gonna to pass the ball. This is one yard. Why would you? Spread them out if you're going to do that. If you're going to go for four for one, you're going to shotgun, spread them out. Spread them out. Because if they don't honor it, it's not only is it a first down, it might be a touchdown. But no, you don't do that. You don't spread them out, and they stay bunched in, and they stop you. I, it, It's like, okay, you're going for it. I'm with you. But you're doing that play. What the fuck? You call a timeout. Okay, you'll kick a field goal. Nope, you come back with a bullshit play. It's like you, you cut your nose off to spite your face. Yet, yet last well, Sunday was a, a – a, a display of cutting your nose off. Display. You can get out your own way. Any any cliche you want to come up with, they self-sabotage themselves, man. And it makes no sense. And everything, all that goodwill, all that energy, Justin has to wear that defeat around his neck. And if you listen to that press conference, yep. he's wearing that defeat around his neck. So you've got that albatross. He's got this. The only upside is you got a game Thursday. Yeah. So he doesn't – the yeah, albatross of that game doesn't stick on his neck. Right. It doesn't stick on his name. He's just got to worry about getting his head broken in. Uh, by a better defensive line coming up this Thursday. But you put that, the yoke of that, that young man is wearing, and that's that's not even his fucking fault. I, I do not blame the fumble on him because that bullshit-ass naked with my back is turned to the fucking defense almost doesn't work with any team any longer because they all just run at the quarterback. All right, so, yeah. so he had no chance. He couldn't even say, oh, my God, like Geno Smith did the week before when – Aaron Donald was coming at him. He had no time to even say that. He turned around. Dude was in his face. It was like, dude, like, what the hell? And then, you know, the, 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 the I don't, I don't blame the, the, the fourth down. That's not on him. He, 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 he ran the play that was called. Mm-hmm. He, he, they took him out of the play. <laughs> he had the ball off. They took him out of the play. And then it, Pat, the, 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 the interception, that's a bit on him, but, you know, it's like at that the point. More, man, the more I see that, though, the ball was actually tipped. It was tipped a little bit, but he still threw it to the to the left shoulder of of commit, which is the inside. And on that play, from what I understand, when it when it's if it's zone that you're facing, yeah. But if it's man to man, you want to kind of back shoulder that pass. So commit actually turns to where he was expecting the ball to be. Right. And Justin threw the ball to where he wanted commit to be. Commit to but be. It, mm-hmm. Right. But it but it but that it you know it, in terms of 
how you worked that kind of situation. Kmet did actually Justin, get the right thing. Just said in the wrong spot. I thought you're gonna do one of those. <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't right. Do it. Miscommunication. It right, happens. but it, and it happens. But it, man, it seems to always happen at the worst of times with this yeah. team. Yeah. So all that goodwill, all that 335 yards you mentioned as the 23 of 28 or whatever the passing percentage was, which was I'm sure way over 70, at least 68 to 72 percent somewhere around there. And uh, the four touchdowns, can't even enjoy it. Yeah, it's 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 tough, man. And and it's like all the people that was out here defending the coaching staff when Justin said what he said, even though realistically to me he wasn't truly bashing them when no. he said that. But like now, look at it. Now he's he has to sit and wear this. I mean, even Flus does as well but like everybody know who gets the the fucking bulk of this blame when it comes to the media and all this stuff man it's gonna be the quarterback it's gonna fall on him I mean, I, I think I, for the most part i mean there's some meatheads out there that are, yeah. that are trying to put it on just i think for the most part this the coaching staff is eating this one man, they so better really? they got to they yeah. got to they got to man matt Eberflus needs to be gone Needs to be gone, man. I think he, the, he, the, only, he, the only issue is you got we got what thirteen more weeks left, and you don't have a defensive coordinator as it is. Who are you gonna promote to, as interim coach? Who? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know, think. But, I don't. But, I don't think they have anyone on the staff that. No, they, unfortunately, they don't. Can, Even Flu's yeah. job is safe because he didn't hire anybody good enough to right. take for his job. Right. Yeah. No, no one's gonna be able to man this ship. Even, even for the thirteen weeks, uh, uh to get Jeff this Saturday, hire Jeff right. Saturday. <laughs> maybe we can bring, you know, wait, maybe we bring in Mike Singletary. You know, Can't have it. For Won't have weeks. it. Can't do it. Man, this. could do some, because it is. Can't play with him. Can't coach with him. Can't do <laughs> Can't it. Can't coach him. Can't play with him. That that's that's just that's tough, man. Because we've been waiting to see this from Jeff. First career three hundred yard passing game, career day all around the board for four him. touchdowns for it to end the way it ends. Like the coaching staff failed him. Yes, failed him spectacularly. Like like you you okay the the naked bootleg. I agree with you, Glenn. That the that the I, I hated the play call right there. You didn't even need it there. It didn't need it there. Hated the play call there. Okay, it happens. Justin picks, pulls up his pants like a big boy and proceeds to drive us back down the field to put us in position to take the lead. To take the lead. At this point, we have lost 13 straight games. 13. Mm -hmm. And I don't care. I don't care that they've been driving on your defense, Matt Eberflus, on your defense. This is your time. Justin and the offense did their job. They gave you 28 points and put you in position to go up 31-28. Whether once they contributed to the opposing team scoring points, okay, whatever. But they did their job by putting you in position to score 31. Now it's your job, what you specialize in, to come up big. And not only did you make the job harder for your defense, they failed like we expected them to. So, I mean, <laughs> like, just incompetent, man. 
and and, and the thing. more and the more I hear him talk, it's like all I could think back to is when he first got hired and he brought up that hit shit and GM was like the goddamn <laughs> acronyms and now now I hate it with a passion. Like I, I'm like GM said this from very start. Like and he's he's still rolling with it too. Man, it's, I don't know what's going on because I know one thing, and I get it. You know, the linebackers is you know playing a lot of coverage, but man, they they looking like frauds. Can't tackle. Oh they, my god! They, and they look bad yesterday. Sure, Edmonds Ed, and Edmonds. Edmonds is bad, man. Man, I mean, not awful, but there's some there's some plays that should have been made that he didn't make, and and Bruce he should is, be held accountable for that. Uh, Edwards Edwards was in on on what should have been some stops and didn't make it. Yeah, quite um, a few of them. Big defense too. Defensive line is the defensive line. I mean, there's nothing, nothing more said. They 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 had a couple pressures yesterday, and that was good, but uh, not good enough. As banged up as the secondary is, they've still proven to be the best unit outside yeah, of the running backs yeah. to be on this team. I as know, far as being I consistent. Know. I have no real issue with uh with the secondary. Obviously they gave up the big play uh on that on that final Broncos drive that uh that put him in the field goal range. But yeah, yeah. But uh but yeah, outside I thought I thought I thought uh the secondary had a had a had a decent game. Um given, you know, what's what's in front of them. But uh I don't know, man. I it left you, it leaves you speechless. I, the 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 head coach the head coach got to go. It's it's as simple as that. Okay, sure. And I think we all agree that they're not going to be the coaches next year. The no. problem is, what does this mean for the organization with his two first round picks at this point, first and second pick overall? And what does it mean more specifically to Justin's future here in Chicago? Because you have to ask yourself, do you, quote unquote, restart the clock now because this team seems further away than we would like to have admitted up to this point? Or do you go with Justin if he continues to play at the level he played yesterday and then progresses from that? Or even if he just consistently played at the level he played yesterday, Sands you know, the two really bad plays at the end, which I kind of attribute to coaching staff putting him in a bad spot. If he plays anything similarly to what he played the first three, three and a half quarters, do you really want to restart that for a rookie quarterback who may or may not be good? Here's the I, and, I, I think you continue the evaluation here. So, uh, but here's a problem. You know, at the end of the year, more so specifically at the end of the draft, the Bears as an organization by the end of the first week in May or within the first week in May are going to have to decide whether or not to pick up his fifth year option. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. So do you you can you continue with the evaluation as planned right now? All right. If he <laughs> if he if he continues on a uh on this rising uh, trajectory that you know he started this week, mm-hmm. you know, you can you can at least uh um, give him the option for the fifth year. Sorry, this fly is killing me. Uh, start him <laughs> for the fifth year. Um, and then you use those two people. You're gonna have two, probably, top ten, top maybe top five, uh, picks coming up here, and you can get more weapons. 
targets, right? For him, for him to use. Uh, I mean, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is out there, right? Um, okay. And maybe you don't need to get a quarterback, so you go out and get and get. You know, I don't, I don't know. You know, you know better than me, Glenn. Uh, the solid pass rusher that's that's going to be out there, and you can do that. If he but, doesn't, if he, if he, if he, you know, slides, that and that and that's very possible. At the end of the year, you'll know, and you can say, Justin "Hey, you're talking about. I'm talking about Justin." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you cut you cut ties, and and Caleb Williams could be there for you. But is his slide attributed to him being bad or this coaching staff? Yeah. Or the remnants of this coaching staff. Well, you're gonna I think some people are gonna be let go. I think after this week, because you got 10 days after after the after the Washington game this Thursday, you got 10 days. There could be some changes. I I I, I think it's a few scenarios that can happen right now. One, I get what y'all saying about like not firing the coaches. You know, because you don't have some there. But I think that's option number one for me. Like, do it after this Thursday night game, depending on how the outcome, and just make the move now and figure it out. Two, trade Justin Fields. Trade him now. Because if you run the risk, like you say, is and he do continue to play like he's playing now, now you have a dilemma where you have – you have to do right by him and get a coach in here that wants him as the quarterback. And that's the dilemma you face at that point. So what, what do you think? He, mid midseason here before before the trade deadline, what do you think you can get for Justin Fields? I don't care. I, I don't know. I just say I trade him Atlanta. If I'm Justin, I ask to be traded. Not even gonna lie to you. I trade I try to go to Atlanta. Pick. You're gonna trade him for, for, for a fourth round pick? I, I do. I think he's worth more, but I'm seeing how some of these guys are traded and they're not getting a whole bunch. It's weird, dude. I mean, okay, you're trading Justin. What are you trading exactly? Promise of an athlete who has had one good game. I'm saying career? Chase Chase Claypool went for a second round pick last year. It's a sucker born every minute, but not everybody's <laughs> not, not, not a lot of people agree with that. And to be quite honest with you, Chase had more productive games in his sh- short career than Justin's had. Just a fact. Now, you should be able to get more for a quarterback. Maybe you get two picks out of it. Maybe you get a third this year and a fifth next year. I I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what you get a, for a quarterback midseason because if you're trading them, you're saying we can't win with them. So you're asking a team to help you out. Who's going to really help you out? We know you. We know you trade and trying to get something for them, so they're gonna hold you up. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 different when someone's coming. It's different, like like Aaron Rodgers. You had you had the, the, the and I'm not saying that Justin is Aaron Rodgers. Hear me out. What I'm saying is it's different when a team comes to you and wants to trade with you, as opposed to you trying to unload a player. That's kind of what I'm saying. And when you're trying to unload a player, and everybody knows you're trying to unload a player. Your player is kind of just devalued organically because they know you're trying to unload them. As opposed to someone coming to you with an offer saying, Hey, I like your guy. I want your guy. Now you got a little leverage. We're going to be out leverage if we're trading Justin at the end of you know, midseason. You know, it's, it, you know, you, if you traded him at the beginning of the season, it's a little different. The leverage might be more, more, a little more balanced because now another team's got to take 
quote unquote damaged goods or a guy who was just learned a whole different system. So how good is he going to really be for me at a quarterback? You know, as he comes into our system, unless it's real similar, I, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things people are going to use to, to knock down his value. I would, if you're trying to trade him right. and I say, okay, I'm gonna help you out. Wink, wink. I'm gonna help you out. But you know, there's some concessions I need. Nah, dude, I can't give you a second round pick. Sorry. And you know, you know, so that that's that's the issue. Did you, did you have any other scenario, Smoke? Uh, I thought I think I have, I can't think of the last one. I forgot the last one, but but yeah, the the trading Justin Fields aspect is one that's becoming more real to me because like it's just a major risk if he continues to play like he played yesterday. So you wouldn't want to wait. Can, you wouldn't want to wait till the end of the season. Well, the issue is you're firing the coaches regardless. That's the issue here. So that's why I say number one, you fire them now and get somebody in here that can that can show that can show change in Justin or in the entire but team. Saying, what, what if and then figured, you have better hope. But what if, if he you, what if he figures it out though? So if he figures it out, I I would but just, you I would but be, you got but then you got to I would I would I would be get, wait 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 I would be too afraid and and I and I know this this isn't a, a great analogy because because San Diego figured this out but I would hate for Justin Fields to be Drew Brees you can't you can't work in yeah, fear man. well you still had dude I mean I'm name? saying I'm saying it worked out because they got Philip Rivers and it yeah was, Rivers still had a good fine, career. Right? I be sneaking on so Hall it's of not Fame the it's career. not the greatest not the greatest analogy. He's not a Hall of Famer. I, I, I don't think he is guy. either. But you look at his numbers, he might sneak in. He he, he probably will. People are people are talking about it. He, he gave probably, them he, he gave will. them good, consistent quarterback play that that took the organization and the fans off off of the whole. But Drew Brees, Drew Brees would have been would have been a, a better call than Philip Rivers in San Diego. No, it wouldn't. Know. It would have been the it's same. Struggling. Philip Rivers kept running into Peyton and and Brady. River... You don't Robert think Breeze was Breeze was going to be the Breeze same? Could do that? He was going to do the same thing. I think Breeze is lucky he found Sean Payton. I don't think he was going to work in that that San Diego system as well as he worked with with the Saints. To be quite honest with you, he looked better in the Saints than he did with San Diego. Even even in his good he years did. in San Diego, he did. Yeah, man, they, it's, I, it's, I just it's I don't. Hard. I don't want, and I know you know Caleb Williams is there waiting. You know the Bears. I saw Williams. And and and, I, and, and I'm kind of like that with Glenn, the, but but that's what the world want to see. That's what everybody thinks going to happen. I don't know if now, I want that. My thing is, you gotta if you're going to ride it out, you have to now know with the mindset that you're going to get rid of the coaches, and you have to have two two types of coaches on your mind. One, that if Justin shows to turn it around, I got to get a coach in here that believes in my quarterback. Or two, I'm getting rid of Justin and getting the coach in here that's going to bring in the next quarterback. You can't it's – it's a fucked up situation to be in. And time, fiscal, <laughs> fiscal time is the, is the element that's working against you. If this is Justin's second year, you can ride it out two years. This is that year where you got to here. Here's a, here's a scenario that I see, and you're, you're rolling the dice a little bit, but it's the Daniel Jones gambit. Yeah, I, yep. 
and you don't pick up his fifth year option. So at the end of the fourth year, at the end of next year, he is essentially an unrestricted free agent, and you, you franchise second. It, 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 but he proves he, to you that he can be good going forward because you 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 do bring in a coach, a coordinator that knows how to a coordinator, quarterback coach, offensive minds that know how to get the best from him out of consistency and efficiency. And then you franchise tag him and you renegotiate because Justin's not going to have a whole bunch of leverage unless he just throws for like 4,500 yards and 35 touchdowns. You're not, you're not going to see those kind of numbers anyway. So Justin will have a little bit of leverage, but not much, not, not much more than what Daniel Jones had. And then you probably end up paying him like 40 something million for three years or whatever the case might be. And then maybe Justin's around for another contract if things go forward. The issue, however, and Smoke brought it up, is finding offensive-minded personnel, coaching-wise, that A, believes Justin is salvageable, so to speak, and that they can do something, and they have a plan about how to implement that going forward, in which case is your two first-round picks you're using to, if not build around Justin exclusively, fortify your team holistically and that is getting that edge rusher and either another receiver or a left tackle to protect him because Braxton Jones is not necessarily Braxton Jones is not necessarily the solution but I like him as a swing offensive lineman but I don't know if I love him as my left tackle but you you time go ahead go ahead go ahead finish I was gonna say but time is working against you and here's the other thing if if you're the GM now and you start making these changes or you know you're making these changes and maybe the offensive coordinator is the first to go during the season then you let Iberflus go during at the end of the season, you've got to be compiling your list right now. Now, I literally have no problem with a head coach who's a defensive coordinator as long as he has an offensive coordinator that's good. We thought we had he, that. No, no, no. We had a guy that was a quarterback coach for a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's, that's, that's some bullshit starting off with. They, they that sold was a problem to, to begin with. They sold it. Well, eh, I don't know if I was really buying it, but whatever. I think I mean, we it was bought a low it. Bo- I, I think we bought it. You, you know why? Because they made adjustments last year, which was a low bar because they were shit. Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying even before that, I'm talking about when they were hired. We were like, Getsy, okay. That's I don't know if I was like, get to the okay. I was like, we'll see what happens. I wasn't sold. I was like, I was curious. Like, all right, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, we, we didn't get Hackett. We got the guy. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I don't even want to go down that road. That, that's going to be digressing too much. But you got to have a short list. Now, I was looking at the offensive coordinators that are currently, you know, in the NFL. And there was only one to me that I felt I would even want to be a head coach. And Detroit. that's the one that the, the Lions have right now. Detroit. Um, yeah, Detroit's uh, uh, offensive coordinator. Uh, came, ben, ben something, I can't remember his name, whatever. But that dude, I was like, I could see him as a head coach. And then you kind of sort of like, you can go to that they weaken Detroit a little bit, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, I do see a couple of defensive coordinators who've been head coaches and who've had some success that know how to coach because – Iberflus's big problem is so much that he's a defensive coordinator is that he doesn't know how to solve the problems. And he doesn't even know how to solve his own defensive problems. I like Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn with the Dallas Cowboys. I have no problem with being a head coach because he took his team to the Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for the offensive coordinator, they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. 
everybody and, praises. Right. And Cal Sanhan, ironically, was was the offensive coordinator. But well, again, I don't want to digress. We 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 alternate uh coaches though here. So you know, that's lately we've been doing that. It's yeah. been is you gotta go it's, offense, it's defense, offense, defense. Well, offense, traditionally defense. we traditionally it's been defensive coordinators, but it was defensemen. Well, remember Dicka was a special teams coordinator. I say traditionally. I yeah, say like every yeah. time, but traditionally it was defensive coordinators. Though, like you said, you might you might know better than me. Dicka Jack called Hardy. his own. Dicka called his own plays, right? He was a factor into it, but I, I don't I don't can't remember who the offensive coordinator. Was. I know he had he late his, his later years. Daniel Bramowitz was the OC, but I always thought Dicka called the called the plays. Anyway, it doesn't I, I matter. Think, I, I think as a head coach, he was in involved in a lot of the, the play calls that were, were there. And I think he would hold people accountable to them. Because I remember a lot of times him screaming at Jim McMahon, Jim, why'd you change the play? Right. Because it fucking worked, Mike. <laughs> it's a touchdown pass. What's your problem? Did you guys but, see Jimmy Johnson on uh, on the Fox uh, pregame show mm-hmm. Sunday? Mm-hmm. He said that Bears fans should should have high hopes because if he were in the in the decision making process, he would take the first pick, take Caleb Williams, and bring his coach with him. But that's that's what that's the same thing. Uh, Manuacho said that too. But I but to me, I I get it. That's that's wishful thinking. That's what all. Lincoln that. Riley won. What's but, Lincoln Riley but won that's that's my thing, man. That's my thing. And I'm like I'm like okay, if it's that easy, how about we go get fucking Ryan Dade in? I didn't say it. I'm just telling like, you what Jimmy Johnson said. Like, cause we want, we want to, we want to make it make life easier for Caleb Williams. No, fuck that. If we go get Caleb Williams, he should show he can survive this BS we dealing with now. If he's so great, that's how I really. <laughs> that's like what it. I. You know what? I haven't seen. I've I've never seen Caleb Williams play. I'm. You know. I'm just. I'm just. I'm really legit, good competition. Honestly, I'm just legit sick of Chicago fans. And everybody is so quick to want the next best, the next hot thing. And and realistically, man, we don't we don't accept the fact that we are a messed up organization. It's mm-hmm. not just one person. It's not just the quarterback. So just simply pouring what what do they say? You you patching up the wound by going to get Caleb Williams. We're gonna be ready to get rid of him faster than we was ready to get rid of Justin. Yeah, this Beals. is this because it took four years. It took four years to want to get rid of Mitch. Yep. It's now three. We want to get rid of Justin. Wait. And now it's going to be two. We want to get rid of Caleb. It's, Mitch it's, Mitch should have won a playoff game. It wasn't for a double doink. He would have won a playoff game. And the Stop. world hated him still. <laughs> All right. Man. And, and everyone man come still on, hated. man. Now, I'm not giving him no excuses, but just, just I'm saying. I'm just saying. It's, it's the culture here, man. How about you culture. drive a little bit further than 40 yards away from the- for your field goal kicker, who's mainly made seventy-two percent of the kicks all damn year, and he put it in his was hands. kicking from forty-one yards. Like uh, a high hey, school man, kicker hey, hey, hey. can make it from forty-one. Come on, man! <laughs> it was dead a winter, and here's a guy. It here's wasn't a, guy, a win. wait, 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 wait. It was a nice day that day. Stop that. It wasn't like it was six fifty-five and balmy. It was like forty-five degrees that day. Whatever. My point is. That dude did his job that day. He did exactly what he'd been doing all year. And for you to expect him to do more was dumb on your part. That dude, he mm-hmm. made 77% of his kicks that year. He made three out of four that day. 
He did exactly what he'd been doing a whole damn year. He well, scored he missed, the majority of fucking points, but yet y'all gonna make one. him the scapegoat. He missed yeah, the big one. How about you? How about you, <laughs> freaking quarterback? Do more. It's not the same thing when they when they lost to the fucking uh, Dolphins, and the same thing when they lost to to Green I'm Bay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I like to get you worked up about bitch. <laughs> Look at Trubisky. on a drive. Get some in field goal range. Most other motherfuckers get you in field goal range. You like oh, the 25 man. yard line. Get the 20 yard line. But, you know. But like, just but just but just listen to that. We got a we got a competent kicker now. We get in field goal yeah. range, and he don't, and he don't, and kick we don't want to kick it. <laughs> like, like, what the hell, dog? And then you, and then you. This is what really, this is what really blew me. This is what really pissed me off. Couple things. So I've been telling people this all the time. Like, if you go look at defensive coaches, head coaches around the NFL, their side of the football, outside of Brandon Staley. Whose offense is is top tier? Uh, Khalil Mack uh, had six sacks yesterday, and and Staley still almost found a way to blow it. Yes, <laughs> saying so. So, so, <laughs> so, look outside of Brandon Staley, who's probably gonna yes. has a chance to make the playoffs and probably gonna get fired. Him, most defensive coaches, their side of the football, they're do they job? Solid, people people are mad about Salah's support of of Zach Wilson, but Salah's side of the ball produces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Tomlin's side of the ball produces. This this the good one. D'Amico Ryan's side of the ball produces, and that's mm-hmm. with a rookie quarterback who's doing his damn thing too. No, they, I don't want to ignore that. They put up 60 points in the last couple weeks. I don't want to ignore that, but his defense is doing their job too. Yeah. Matt Eberflus, the world is expecting Justin Fields to overcome your ass as well. Not just not just do great defensively. I mean, do great offensively. He got to win in spite of your terrible defense. And you're a defensive yeah. coach. Like, that is that – is, that's insane. Just like when we had Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky, y- your side of the ball was terrible, and our defense was good. It's just like we can't get them both on the same track. I see. Well, love, like to your point, Lovey Smith defense was always solid but when, when that they were was his side of the ball. You know, yeah, like the offense it's, just struggled. It's frustrating, man. Even it, when they wait, when, even when they weren't healthy, they were still solid. Yeah. I mean, they were still solid, but I'm just saying they, you know, that when they weren't healthy. We, that's when we had some of our losing seasons, but I mean, but and when I say they weren't healthy, we're talking several players, not one. And we talk, we we talk about the Erlacher years that he was out for the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. man, it's it, it's. But and then you hear how Mike Tomlin approached the game after they laid an egg, and then you hear. Did they fire Canada? And they fired Canada today, didn't they? Did they? They did. I think they fired the offensive coordinator. Oh, I didn't see that. I know he said changes was going to be made, but I didn't see that. It's my information uh, I got was. Let's make sure. Hold on, Steelers. No, nah, they didn't fire. No, okay, but it's coming. Man, we'll put it out. But, but it's but, only Monday night. But I will say <laughs> this: after after Tomlin's press conference, I bet Matt Canada is worried. He oh, he's like, he's like, hey, babe, um, could you check the housing market? 
But he, I but yeah, but you're right. Eberflus comes and he's he, there were some positive things we saw today. No, your team played like crap. You blew a 21 point lead in the second half. That shouldn't happen. You should be disgusted by that. No, Ezra, it wasn't the second half. It was 19 minutes left in the game. <laughs> 28 to 7 point lead. It was four minutes left in the third quarter. I'm sorry. I, I need to hear Not some the, passion. Man. Something. To Once tell again, us, hey, this is this is not acceptable. Once again, no personality. How how different would our, our team be if Brian Dabo was the head coach? Uh, I think it would probably be, be a lot better. Yeah, I, I think, think it'd be off, like definitely offensively. I think it'd be like Josh Allen's second or uh, Josh Allen's uh, year with uh, like his first year with uh, Stefan Diggs. I think it'd be closer to that. I, I, I definitely think it'd be better. Um, what's crazy is that what's as bad as we have been. Critical of the Bears' offense. To this point, the Bears' offense has been far better than last year's offense over the first four. Far better? You think so? Far Far better? No. Justin Justin Fields already has over three hundred more yards passing to this day than he had last year through four games. Really? Yes. Because of yesterday. But if he didn't, if he didn't throw for three hundred yesterday. He would have, let's say yesterday didn't he didn't play yesterday. He would have had the same amount in three games that he had in four games last year. Such a low bar, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's sad. Well, wait, wait, wait. Sad. One, of, it's sad, one of those but... games was a monsoon. Shit, that might have been the best game he played of the first four. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee, hey. I guarantee you that wasn't his. I guarantee you that wasn't his lowest uh them wasn't his lowest passing yard totals. I guarantee that game wasn't. I'm about to go look it up. I bet that wasn't his lowest passing total of the first four. By the way, like, Seahawks uh Devin yeah. Witherspoon, Illinois just returned Illinois. a ninety seven yard interception for a touchdown. Ooh. Pick six. How about, how about how about those Seahawks, man? I mean people thought Another they were defensive dead. coach. No, the defensive. That's what I'm saying. I don't coach. I don't defensive coaches. I don't have a problem with because they usually don't screw themselves out of games too often. If anything, they get chided for being too conservative. But they don't, you know, old old defensive coach. Yeah, well, Pete Carroll's old in age, but young in spirit. That that dude's like the youngest old man I've ever seen. He he was he was a DC when Bernie Kosar was in was in Cleveland. Man, he was he was the Cleveland DC. Daniel Jones, Mr. 40 million a year, huh? 40 million, Look. baby. That's what it gets you. Look. Brian Dayball's and, like, and, what are you but, doing? And that's some more BS because. Hey, but, feel, but that's what I'm saying. He's that's, a smart guy. He went to Duke. I feel, I feel, I feel Justin has been better than that guy <laughs> in his time. And, I don't and think he's they, been and worse. They, and they, no, he this guy, this guy had a, "Quote unquote career year by throwing less touchdowns than the quarterback the world like the bad." And hey, speaking of uh, contract years, uh, Chase Claypool, what 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 what's up with this dude, man? Chase Claypool. So he 
kind of called out the coaches because it was very, it was mild. It was very mild. It was mild. Uh, but you, you can't do that. Just the kids. You know what? I, I, I was, <laughs> Wait, he realized he, he realized come real back. quickly. He should have come back. <laughs> well, Justin, they had to come back. I bet he wasn't gonna get sent home. <laughs> it was mild. He though. found out real quick. But he you still can't do it. He's inactive, so he left. No, no, no. no he didn't no. leave. The team That's asked it. him not to come back. Another he told reason. Stay home. Blues ass. No, I go. thought. No, no, yeah. no. I thought he was no, at Soldier no. Field yesterday. No, no. the team no. told him to stay away. Eberflus got on the Wait, press. Wait, no, because I oh, because I thought it was after. Mm-hmm. No, nope. after yesterday, after him leaving, they did. Eberflus lied. He misspoke. Wow. <laughs> he even said today. He today he said he misspoke. He you know some kind of it clipped way he said it. It's a roundabout way, but yeah, no, the organization. And just, hey, and to be funny about it, Justin threw his ass under the bus too. Just to say, yeah, they told him. I think it was either Friday or Saturday. They told him not oh. to come. <laughs> but Justin did say. Justin did say he was a playmaker yesterday. He said hey, Chase but, is a playmaker. Hey, look, I, 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 look. I, whatever happened with Claypool is fine. But look, to me, granted, it was the Broncos' defense. But but after that, I'm gonna give credit to my boy EQ being on. The field. Yeah, that block. I you said, saw that. I yeah. said that that man need to be playing, man. And it is, I don't give a – can't nobody convince me that because it, it was the Broncos F that. By the way, the one, the one catch made he made, the one catch he made was, was outstanding. Yeah. It was a great catch. And a great throw. Getting He got crushed throwing that ball. Like, <laughs> just been – for all them people talking about he can't throw, he can't make the throws. He does, The, the throws he made yesterday. I don't give a damn – Cause he made he made the the notion of Denver defense being so bad prevalent because of how he's played in the past, how he's been perceived in the past. But them throws that one to DJ Moore, right? Round the money. Like the yeah. defender was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a perfect throw. Like he made some throws yesterday. The slant route was decisive. Where he, where he getting free blitzer right on him, hit the side like. He was decisive. He threw with anticipation. The one time, the last throw of the game, he threw with anticipation, and they just wasn't on the same. Page. All right, <laughs> you know, because he threw that ball before before the commit even turned around. But but for the but I'm like, man, look at these throws, like beautiful. He looked throws. like he looked like Ohio State. It's yes. The first time he looked, the most he looked. That's the most he looked like Ohio State. Justin Fields since he's been in the NFL. Yes. Yes, and, and, it, and we schemed guys wide open. Now that might have been because it's the Denver defense. Denver defense, right? <laughs> right. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna really see what's going on 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 Thursday night with Washington. Washington's defense right. is pretty pretty damn good, solid. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, man. Here's the other thing that just back to your point about this coaching staff, uh, Smoke was that. Where the hell was these play calls all year? Like, why are you just now like how come we didn't start off doing this in Green Bay or Tampa and build from that? So you can do this. You've been you've been able to do this shit. You didn't just figure out how to have Justin be 12 for 12. Dude was 12 for 12 with three touchdowns in the first 23 minutes of game time. 12 for 12. Dude, doesn't 
it's hard to do that shit on Madden, bro. On all pro. Okay. He, 12 for 12. Three touchdown passes the first 23 minutes. Wait, I, I've been playing Madden on pro. And the computer's been killing me. Just, just <laughs> put that just out saying. there. It's right. tough to do. It's tough to do. Yeah. And, and then you, it, and I, I thought, I thought, okay. The cynical part of me was like, we'll see what happens second half, because I don't know. And they came back, dude, twenty-eight to seven, a team play drive. So, so you strung together fifteen plays. You dealt with. Some loss of yardage through penalties and a you know a couple of uh, you know tackles behind the line of scrimmage, and you score. You didn't set up for a field goal. You scored a touchdown. Now, well, Justin did a great job to get the ball to to uh, to Leo, but to Herbert. But you went on a fifteen play drive. You took nine and a half minutes off the clock. Where was this all year? I didn't see one bubble screen. I didn't see back-to-back bubble screens for the first time all year. I saw very little screenplay. You you call like a legitimate game. Like, come on, dude. What are y'all doing here? I what what's had the guy that had us last before? week wondering if they trust the quarterback or not, right? Come on, man. Well, maybe this I, is the time time to unleash him. I don't know what to believe what's going on, dude. I don't I don't I don't I don't know what's going on. It doesn't none of this makes any sense, dude. It it doesn't it doesn't line up with anything that happened before or what they're saying. It's like I'm getting three different stories at one time. Now, what was the offensive coordinator who was with the Ravens and had Lamar for a few years? Greg Roman? Not Greg Roman. Before yeah, Greg, Greg Roman. Roman. No, no, Roman. Remember that's last week I said that's who we should go get. Yep, I agree with you, dude, because you look at the way this offense is structured. Like, look, if you let Getsy go, I'd bring in Roman. Because the way this offense is structured, you, you got the depth at running back, you got the blocking wide receiver in EQ, and you got some tight ends. You got Mercedes Lewis who can block. You got an athletic quarterback that can throw the ball clearly. You have a little bit better receivers than than even Lamar had in terms of the your boundary receivers. You give your defense a chance to not have to. That's the other thing, too. If you're a head coach, play fucking field position. Be consistent with that shit, man. Use it. That's part of the reason why the Bears' defense was good in the first half. Denver had crappy field position. So you can do more things. You can affect them in ways. Denver had a lot of false starts yesterday. Why? Because they were trying to, you know, not get caught. It, it just, man, dude. The more I think about it, dude, the, the craziest sound. I look, I just, I, I need, oh, I, I forgot to say this. And if you guys get a chance, check out uh, Adam Johns' uh, uh, on the Athletic, his, his article. He had talked about how he, he, being Adam Johns, you know, stayed. He's doing a, you know, talking to the players in the locker room and how how most of them had, had been gone, had left already, and Justin's still in his Justin. uniform. Mm-hmm. But walking through the locker room was the president of the Chicago Bears, Kevin Warren. And when Kevin Warren left, he didn't stay long. And when he left, I think he had had like a playbook or some type of manual or something that was Bears related in terms of you know whatever the coaches look at and use, and then he was gone. So I'm just saying that 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 may be portents of future change is all I'm saying. When the president comes down to the locker room, 
And then he, when he comes, he's looking to kind of see like who's still here, who's wearing this, who, 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 who's affected by this, who, who, who wants, you know what I'm saying? Like, like who, who's feeling this? Because if you're feeling this, that means you still care. Who still cares? And then you walk out with something, some kind of manuscript or manual or, or something. It's like, okay, he, he might be assessing and reassessing and then assessing what he reassess. Well, he I think be. changes are coming. Remember, yeah, he, he, should be. he was he was the last one brought in. And that's the crazy thing. That's, yeah. I was trying to explain it to my daughter today. And I'm like, I said, you know, the way you would like to have it is that your president hires a GM and the GM hires a coach and the coach hires his offensive defensive coordinator. And we, and we went reverse. Not here. We went yeah. all every which way. Coach yeah. <laughs> wasn't necessarily hired yet, but right. he was one of two left. Right. When you hired the GM. Who signs off on the coach? Then and we get the then, after the season's over, you bring in a G, you bring in a, a president. So, but but yeah, man, I I think some changes are, are imminent. I really do, especially if Thursday goes sour, because right. because you you, you got to clean out that that defeatist mentality, man. Because it you, Justin is wearing that shit. You do not want yeah. your young talent wearing this shit the way because that this shit sticks with you and it lingers. It can affect your, nah, he, your approach. He's the, he's the one on TV getting bashed. He's the one getting killed. He's the one got idiots on Fox talking about DJ Moore is getting worse because of Justin Fields. When DJ Moore is on pace to have a fucking career year. <laughs> Four games. Like what's, this is like he's he got, he's, got, he's got what three straight three straight uh hundred yard games? He got two out of the four games. Two or four, okay. Two or four, but he's on pace for twelve hundred yards, twelve hundred plus yards, eight touchdowns. Well, I would worry about they, they, they don't watch the game. Yeah, and I mean, I get it, but I'm just saying he's the one getting bashed up. Like it's clear as day these clowns don't watch TV, man. Like it. (laughs) And I know I ain't brought this dude name up in a while because I kind of stopped talking about him. But today, shady was shady. This motherfucker, he done flipped James Jones to his side because James Jones was all on Justin, and he flipped James Jones to his side. But he says today, I like the call to go forward. Like he he had just threw a pick the 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 series before that. James Jones like no he no didn't. he didn't he didn't he like he 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 had to fumble and then the kid drove you back down he. He recovered from that and drove down. He like, but he threw a, he like, I'm like, yeah, see, this clown continues to prove he don't watch nothing. He don't watch no TV. Like, like, do his homework. I, like, man, like, starting to think he's paid to be on that side of the, of the argument. Uh, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, be because, because I'm noticing some things with a, with a guy who just recently left Fox and now is with ESPN. And I'm noticing some things. Stances he took on Fox, a lot different now that he on ESPN. That's <laughs> Uncle Shay Shay, because he used to he used to bash Tom Brady on Fox, but he's clamoring for him to come to the Broncos. Hmm, that's that's interesting. But okay, that's neither here nor there. But like, but man, that's the the guy. He the one. And granted, he might not even pay attention to that. But I'm sure his family does. And I'm yeah. like, well, you every, know, every, you know, everybody yeah, does. You know, everybody like, does. Like, man, 
the kid has a career game and it ends that way, man. It's 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 sad. Like that shit hurt me watching him on the bench at the end of that game like that, like having to be consoled. Like that that hurt, like because he feels he let the team down. Right. Like he feels that's all on him. Right. And it's hard to, to me get that, rid of that feeling. That, man, and like and as coaches, you you have to sometimes save your players from themselves. Or how about you don't fuck them up and put them in situations? Put them in bad situations. Yeah. yeah. You you have to be the person to, to avoid that for them. And, and the coaching staff did not avoid that. No, at all. they really didn't. And, and I, you know, the offensive coordinator really just – a series of things, man, where it's like as offensive coordinator, you there are things you can do to not put all that on him at that point in time. And I'm not saying that Dustin doesn't want it on. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that there are things you did in the, in the, throughout the game to help Justin so that and you do this to help your quarterback. You you, you run the ball. You 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 got more than one running back. You know, you're averaging you're doing, 5.7 yards a carry with one of them. You're playing the worst run defense in the NFL. And if you see them coming at your quarterback a certain kind of way in terms of jumping the gun, you can run some trap, you know, some trap plays, you can do some draw plays. There are things, other things you can do. And it's like this guy thinks about this stuff and then does it the week after it happens. So it's, it's like it's, it's, it's so, so reactive so retro reactive that it's it's like it doesn't make any sense it's like well yeah maybe i shouldn't do so many screens motherfuckers boy you can't do three in a row that's that's probably a good idea i won't do that next week i'll uh i'll try some slants yeah why don't you try some slants yeah you know two weeks later hey you do a slant for a touchdown pass imagine that oh it's amazing dj Moore gets his first touchdown pass or whatever it gets was it gets uh, the chiefs late in the game slant pass mm-hmm. it works Shit, Sherlock. It's like it, it, it's like it, it dawns on him so much later, and it's like some of the plays, even that one touchdown pass that Justin threw, uh, the second one that Komet got, it looked like what the Chiefs did to us before. Yes, like, it did. I'm like, messing, yeah, just genius. messing with us, right? I'm like, yeah, genius. Guess what? It's okay if you appropriate other people's players. Y'all got no bit. Y'all got no reason. Y'all have no problem appropriating everything else. <laughs> Hey, that that play there, Justin, Justin, Justin. I, I see you. <laughs> that play there, though, that play there, Justin wanted to pass a TD because he had to rush a TD scored off jump. Yeah, yeah. He stayed, he wanted to pass a TD back. You know, he slowed, wait, he slowed down to a job. <laughs> he slowed down because I was watching it. Don't kill me. I was watching it while coaching. And I saw, <laughs> and I saw the I saw the rollout. I said, "Oh, that's that's easy money. Ain't nobody there." So then I had it in my ear, and I'm like, "Wait, what? What touchdown pass?" I'm like, "Oh, he must have just waited till somebody came free because he could have easily ran that in." But hey, look, I ain't mad at you. Look, they say you can't throw the ball. Rack up them numbers, man. Absolutely. The Absolutely. whole play design was the same thing we saw the freaking Chiefs do. Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, you can you can use other people's plays. I don't care if you copy it. Ain't, 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 ain't nobody gonna get you for plagiarizing plays. Man. You're, su- you're supposed to. I'm waiting on us the rest to, of the to incorporate the little 
shovel pass up the middle. No, the shovel pass that is oh, saying like a lot. Yeah, well, okay. Easy. Why aren't we doing where? Why aren't we put doing the push thing for uh the, the push quarterback sneak on fourth and one ego. like Philly it's does? It's gotta no. be ego. It makes no, no sense. No, wait, but they showed was that last week versus the Chiefs? They showed us do it, and then I think it was we had Mooney and the lightweights John. pushing from behind. We had the lightweights back there, and they were pushing. They weren't pushing Justin behind. They were pushing up top, so getting See, zero you got, leverage. You got you got receivers doing fullbacks jobs right there. You got a fullback on the roster. Hell, you got two. The only person with commits. Justin, the one pushed him through there. If you go they back and watch receivers, it. receivers don't know nothing about leverage. Once again, it comes back to what I said last year. Justin is the toughest motherfucker we got on our offense. Probably on our team. Um, him, and, him and Tevin Jenkins, when Tevin never plays. He he's supposedly coming back. To he's practice. back. He's at practice this week. I'm I would assume he's not well, I'm assuming he's not gonna play against Washington. That's he's what probably, I must say. I'm assuming yeah, he'll, play he'll probably be back for the Minnesota game. I would assume. But yeah, uh might as well keep him out. But yeah, this part this Washington game, this is this is this is big, man. I, I want to see if there's it? actually gonna be wasn't it week uh, five last year? Here. I think so, yeah. Yes, we same, had week. On same same week, yep. except it was here. I guess we I guess we did a week earlier where we showed some glimpse of hope on the offense. That that was like rock bottom last year. But remember, they, did, wasn't it turned it around uh, a week later? It was the Patriots game after like, that. A week later that they, yeah. that they turned it up. Okay. All right. The offense showed promise this that's week. Something, that's something to look that's something to look now for. Now let's see if they can build on it Thursday. Man, why didn't we get Eric Bien me? How much different? How much different would the offense be then? Because then you could let Eberflus ass go because you had a courtroom waiting. Hmm. Seriously, well, you 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 hide the enemy. You put pressure on Eberflus. Yep. It's just, I right, dude, I just, oh, I, I was really pulling for Washington to win. Not so much because I like both teams, but just pulling for it. And even in the loss, it wasn't because of the offense. They scored 31 against yeah, 30, the Eagles. 31, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On the road. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they've scored 30, what, two or three of the first four games? Definitely two times. Yeah, they scored right. three. They scored three uh last week, though. It's Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Buffalo saw what Buffalo they... did to Miami. <laughs> right. Buffalo got a score yes. 70 yeah. last week. Yeah. They take hell They shut them down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And shut down my fantasy team to go with it. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Hey, fellas, let's go to picks, man. Uh, last week. Um, Still won the Bears game. Moke right? was the top dog. We all won the Bears game, yeah. At plus three and a half. Three and oh. Moke was three and oh. He got the Lions over the Packers. Uh, and you got the Vikings. Uh, NFC North, NFC North, did me good. So three and zero. Uh, I was two and one. Um, I got Bowling Green one outright against yeah, uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Yeah, wow. I lost. I lost the. Uh, I had Syracuse plus seven against Clemson, and took the Bears game. Uh, Glenn, you were one and two. Uh, Impossible. Got the Bears game, but uh, lost. 
Duke uh, plus five and a half against Notre Dame didn't uh, didn't get there, and uh, your Volunteers took care of business. So uh, you went the wrong way on that one. But I guess you no, 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 no. Uh, that was perfect. That's exactly uh, that's, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You were you were fine <laughs> with that. You were fine with that. Uh, what was the final score to Duke game? They lost by a field goal. No, it was twenty one. I thought it was. 21 was, 14 or 20, uh, yeah, 21 14. Yeah, oh, okay, bastards. Here, let me check. I'll check <laughs> this just to make sure. They're, they're, I thought they were going for the win, they were going for the tie. Okay, uh, where yet? Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah, it was 21 14. Yep, okay. Yeah, I feel bad for Duke, man. They, they do four for seven. I do, I was looking good. Four for 17. They let a non running quarterback run for 17 yards. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Four for 17, bro. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like Caleb Williams ran for 17 yards. It was Sam Hartman. He's like, he's like a 72 <laughs> year old college kid still playing. He's been in college, he's been in college since the 2020s. I mean, literally, since 2020, he's been in college. I think he's got two more years of eligibility left. Oh, that gum and Howard. Howard is in town against Northwestern this week. Wow. I, I would have gone to cheer for the white for the Wildcats. Dude, man, mm. how can you ever go to another Northwestern game? <laughs> this is the most boringest. Oh my God. I, you know what? I'll tell you what it is. I was watching that. I wasn't watching it, but I, I was keeping an eye on the Penn State Notre, uh, Northwestern game. Yeah. And when I saw North, I said, wait, Northwestern's up 10 to 3? What? And then I said, oh, 10 to 10. I said, first half, I said, yeah, I know what's happening here. It's that malaise. It's that funk, that just yeah. that, ugh, that yuck, that, that that when you play at Northwestern, it's so yucky that, that the fans, remember the fans behind us, the Michigan fans behind us saying like, yeah, man, it sucks here. The atmosphere just sucks. It sucks the life well, out of I me. guess it was Penn State. I, I saw an article. I, I read it, I guess, yesterday. Uh, but apparently they practiced in silence. <laughs> Getting ready for Northwestern because there's wow like, there's no crowd so wow. usually usually they practice with music on and you know you you know they 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 bring in crowd noise and that sort of thing just to you know get teams ready they practiced in silence last week because that's that's how Ryan Field is so yeah good good point Glenn oh my God but I said you know what the <laughs> second half you know what's gonna happen. They're gonna be so fired up, so much energy for how bad it was. It's it's gonna like someone's gonna knock off the malaise. They're gonna come up and whoop their ass. And I said it's probably gonna be like forty one. I said forty one to ten would be the final score. I think it was forty one thirteen. So bad. Oh god, I can never go. I'll never go back there to watch a game. You couldn't pay me. Well, maybe you could pay me, but you got to really pay me a lot. Well, it depends on who's who's there. Nah, bro. <laughs> Unless Northwestern gets a different coach and they have a different kind of energy or something. At this point, yes, that's the, just a yes kind of place, man. No, thank you. You can tell me about it. Man, I don't like any of these college games. By the way, uh, Glenn, you're the top dog at 8-4. Smoke, you're right behind at 7-5. and five, And I'm right behind you at 6-6. Six and six. So right in, the, right in the same area there. So I guess I'm going first here. And uh, ooh. I'm going to take Boston College plus three at Army. You do find the most obscure ass fucking games. 
Like Bowling Green, like you and the people from Bowling Green, they always had bet on that game. And yet you came out winning. So I sure did. Boston College plus the three. Um Damn, that's wild. What my happened? boy, my boy in a fantasy league. So my boy, uh, he was losing by like 30, I think, going into the day. And he had Seattle's defense. Oh had DK Metcalf. He was just down two. And Danny Jones, Danny just threw a, a pick that just sealed pick. his victory. <laughs> he just came back. Wow. Look at the, those giant fans are pissed. That's the $40 million man. Let the um, media hype them up. I'm going to take UNC, the Tar Heels, plus eight and a half, or minus eight and a half uh, at home against Syracuse. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans. Uh, plus one and a half in Atlanta. That almost. Yeah, one see how half. good they are on the road. One and a half. Yep. Let's say one on ESPN, and I know they go by Caesars. No, I got Caesars here. One and a half. That's must go change on Caesars. Okay. Uh, smoke. Who you got? I'm going Bears plus seven. Going Buffalo minus five and a half. Who's Buffalo playing? Jacksonville and London. Mm. That's that's Jacksonville's home away from home. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I saw they, they spent two weeks there. Yep. And then uh, I was one of the. I wanted to do that Texans game too, but I'm a. Damn, it ain't even no line for the Dolphin Giants shit. Wow. Um, you know what? Can I do that? Whatever the line comes out, just take it. Uh, sure. Dolphins Giants. Sure. No line yet on here, but whatever the line is, I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> Wait, I got uh, I got one here. What did it say? Nine and a half. Uh, oh, no, Giants hell plus no. nine and a half. Uh, no, hell no. Hell no, that's too much. That's too hot. That's too hot. Oh, man. Uh, You know what? I got to do it because I said that I hope this – F. Sean Payton. I'm going Jets plus two over Denver. J-E-T-S. Not extra motivated. Who you got? Well, I am taking. Hope I don't jinx them. I'm taking the Bluegrass Kentucky Wildcats plus fourteen and a half into Athens to face the Georgia Bulldogs between the hedges. And I'm also taking the undefeated Maryland Terrapins into yeah. the Horseshoe. Maryland undefeated? Yes, sir. I don't know. To play the night plus 19 and a half against Ohio State. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good I one. I hope so. I hope yeah. so. Uh, I'm going to take a pro game. And 
you know, I'm going to take the Chiefs, man. But fucking Matt Nagy, dude, he knows how to keep other teams close. Except for the Bears. Well, that's the Bears because they, they have a whole bunch of Matt Nagy's in the coaching staff, not just one. Exactly. I told people, everybody talking about some Matt Nagy looking good over there. No, he ain't. He had one good game against a sorry-ass defense. I'm, I'm going to take 49ers minus three and a half against the Cowboys because they, they're they usually more – the Cowboys have a hard time stopping physical running teams. That Cowboy defense is something else, though, man. Yeah, when they got the lead. They are. Well, yeah. Not when you not when you run at the ass. Yeah, this, this one's going to be interesting. I might go get a new defense for this weekend at Fantasy because – you got you got San Fran with a good defense and offense. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that my Super Bowl pick? Did Who I do that? Pick? Probably so. 49ers? Yeah, I uh, let me make sure. I really tempted to take that Bears though, man. Plus seven. No, I didn't. My Super Bowl pick is the Lions. How the hell did I do that? Hey, you're still looking good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not I mean, like that's... you're looking bad. <laughs> that's going to do it for this week's edition of the easy smoke and the GM podcast. I want to thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. We are going to be off next week. We'll be back after the bears Vikings game on the, they play on the 15th. So uh, we'll post something on the 16th. Uh, you can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also catch us at hp53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Super Duper Podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and yours truly. And the Father Good Podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Yo, Glenn. Yep. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say here. We ain't saying we right. We just need the Bears coaching staff to stop doing Justin so wrong. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm still with you, Justin. Still with you.